I've heard enough fucking Belaz celebration talk. Let's get on with the goddamn show. Podcast. My name is PC Tony. I am your commissioner and the commissioner. I'm the United I'm States. I'm the United States. Of the Americas, which is pretty frozen throughout the country, I must say. But I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. It's him, it is him, it doth be an architect and a scientist, indeed, DPP. Even a scientist can't Even figure a scientist the shit can't that's going shit. on right now. Yeah, it's like the freezing shits, not the yeah. drizzling shits. Yeah. I, I, I go for the drizzling shits right now. Speaking of drizzling, no, I'm just kidding. We also are joined by the third member of our crew, the also funky, phenomenal, stuck in the East Coast where it is still snowing. I believe you got a bunch of snow overnight. It's none other than AJ Belaz. Yep, I am just shoveled the last of it off of my sidewalk today. Yeah, I know. I'm tired of that crap, too. And a man who is... Who has the right to complain? Because in his neck of the woods, they usually do not get weather like this, but they have had some serious problems down there. It seems like things are getting back to normal. I'm thrilled to have him on the show. Seems like I just talked to him yesterday. I did! It's Ray Cash! Oh, hey! hey I just talked to you. What's up? <laughs> hey, for real, all jokes aside, uh, everybody out there, be safe. Um, you know, you don't expect to walk outside your house and see a literal ice skating rink in your driveway and on your street. So, uh, yeah, that's new. But, hey, you're all good. Your Just call me Elsa. Though. Call me Black Elsa. Black Elsa. <laughs> Blelsa. <laughs> we don't know. That, that black, it's snow for show. That black ice is dangerous, so you got to stay. <laughs> Why the black ice got to be dangerous, my brother? <laughs> you ever <laughs> drive on it? All right, so you know it's funny. You see floods, and like all of a sudden, you see like a boat like cruising down the street in the floodwaters. Is there anybody ice skating down the streets, Ray? No, because we don't do that down here. We don't ice skate. I don't know. We ski, whatever. I don't know. Sledding, whatever. I've been in the city my entire life, and there are only two ice skating rinks I can think of, and they're both in major malls. So I, I don't, I don't even know if people have actual ice skates. Um, but no, yes, we're we're the idiots that when it's flooding. There'll be people outside swimming in that shit. Like we're stupid. <laughs> we'll do that. But this, I like, yeah, I, I suppose Dan. People do go inner tubing down the Honey Creek <laughs> over in Greenfield. They're oh, like, yeah. it's, it's literally like a a gigantic drainage ditch with concrete on both sides, about six feet deep for the water to swell in between. And people will literally tube down this fucking nasty sewer, open sewer vein. And it's like, what are you doing? Well, <sighs> When the water's the same color as gumbo or goulash, you shouldn't get in it, bro. But yes, us Southerners are stupid enough to do stuff like that. So it's not just people in the South. I'll just I'll just tell you that. All right, yeah. folks. Let's let's let everybody know what's happening on episode two hundred and sixty three of the podcast known as DWI. Well Well, we're waiting. Well it's the big show. Angels. I tell you, angels <laughs> that got kicked out of heaven, and now they're with the devil. Anyway, um, dogma? angels. Well, I, I, mean, am, I am in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got? 
Jay and Silent. I don't know which one's which. Anyway, this week, Vengeance Day, we're going to talk on that briefly. Snoochie Boochies. Uh, we're going to preview Elimination Chamber. We got some trivia and a last call where, yeah, I kind of trolled some people, but I don't really give a fuck. So, DPP, ring the bell. Also known as Every Day in Tani's Life. Wow, that's wrong. Not, Ray, now you know why you're here. We're looking to make a little... Anyway, um, just kidding. Who would do the trivia? <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Vengeance Day. Gentlemen, how'd you enjoy the show? We'll, we'll start with our guest here, Ray Cash. Uh, well, I'm one of the more one of the most diehard NXT marks you'll find. Um, I think it's the best wrestling in the world. With all due respect to y'all, the other great wrestling out there. Um... I take umbrage to a lot of people saying that NXT is backed by the show because NXT's always been great. It's just, it's a, I, I, I will kind of make a comparison of NXT to WandaVision in that it's slow burn storytelling. So if you like, if you want what you want to get immediately every Wednesday, you're not going to enjoy it like you enjoy some other shows. Um, but there's never been a takeover where the, I think the, the, level of wrestling has been subpar or even par. It always exceeds. So we know that. But more than anything, I think the stories hit. And uh, Adam Cole, baby, bro, that's that's going to be one of the prevailing stories of the year. And I called it. I said it was going to happen like three months before. So I'm just saying. I mean, I got him speechless, y'all. I mean, I can't follow that up to hell. (laughs) But Vengeance Day, it was really good. I know we didn't get all of our predictions right. I could have sworn that this was going to be the blow-up for Dakota and and Raquel. But we got the blow-up of basically the Undisputed Era. I mean, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole, like you said, Ray, they've done it a lot for probably a decade already. Maybe even more. Who knows? I don't really remember off the top of my head. But they work good together. They work good against each other. There's just nothing that those two can't do when together. So I enjoyed that. But there's one thing that really bugs me from everything that Vengeance, everything, including the pre show, which I think everyone knows where I'm going with is I don't know how much on social media I had to hear people say, Who's this L.A. Night guy? Shut up. Sit down. Let me talk to you, dummy. That right there is one Eli Drake. He is the undeniable Kavorka and the namer of dummies. Yeah. Oh, sorry. L.A. Night. No, I'm trying trying to understand. I'm trying... Maybe I need to let me Urban Dictionary Kavorka real quick. Keep going. Fun fact: He actually got that off of Seinfeld. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. He literally admitted that it was like, yeah, I just made it up because I watched Seinfeld. They said it at one point, and it just stuck with me. But trust me when I say this: You want a guy who can talk on the mic, look good, and is athletic as hell. And the reason why I watched Impact after AJ Styles left. He is actually the real deal. And that's just a fact of life. Can can I ask a question real quick? Because I don't want to take DPP's time. But I do have one question involving LA Knight. I think the name is dumb as hell, but all the names are dumb, so that's fine. Yeah. What what do you think is the difference? And I know that I know what you're gonna say, but for the listeners, because you you when you described LA Knight, you said you want a guy that can talk, you want a guy that looks great. That was EC three, and he didn't work. So what do you think the difference will be between EC3 and LA Knight? Charisma. EC3 has none. DP, what are your thoughts on NXT? Because that's a really easy question to answer. <laughs> Thank you for your time. Um, yeah, Anthony's right. DP? <laughs> All right, then. Also, the main roster the main roster is what fucks you. NXT, you actually have a chance. Uh, I, yeah, 100% love this. I, you know, I'm... As much as I don't, I didn't want to see the Undisputed Era break up, but I get it because factions just aren't a thing anymore, and it sucks, and I hate that. And 
I'm guessing this is, you know, after they blow this all off, this is a chance for Adam Cole to get moved up and not the rest of them, which is unfortunate because I thought them together as a group would just be excellent. But we'll see where it goes. Obviously, this is we got some good matches coming up with Cole and O'Reilly and then Finn Balor and Cole, however they put this all together with Karrion Cross as well. There's just so many options they have right now, which is fantastic. And I, I'm with you, Ray. This I love NXT wrestling wise, storyline wise. They they just do things better. I, I, I don't. They just do things better. And the, you watch these NXT shows, and you see why. I mean, the wrestling was phenomenal. Like Dakota Kai and Gonzalez, like I, them opening the show, the women's tag team one that was just man, just the. I mean, I kind of the match of the night i mean it was so good and it just sets a pace and sets a tone for these shows that you don't get anywhere else i brought it up on cheer shot radio and i think the other night on pot is war is that's the kind of tag team division i want to see on the main roster right and nxt is not main roster if you have a problem with that at pc tunny always willing to converse but they need to do that on the main roster whether it's it can continuing to include the NXT tag team women's division in the overall women's division, which I would absolutely love because that really gives a nice synergy for people coming out of NXT, moving into feuds on the main roster. Right. So I I agree with you, DP. I was watching that match to open and I vividly remember sitting there, sitting right here, watching the match going, this is great tag team wrestling from these four ladies. Let's keep on with the ladies here. I want to go two more questions on Vengeance Day before we move on to Elimination Chamber here. Let's go right back to DP. Io Shirai, what's the next obstacle for her here? Pull pull, (laughs) uh, uh, Asuka and retire and just move her up and not have her lose. There's nobody else there. I mean, this was was the chance, right? I think we said it too. This was a good chance to get... The title offer without having her lose, you know, and kind of do something else if they wanted to. But she's just—I mean—that match was great too, and and she's just so damn good. Like, there's—they haven't really, I don't know, from what I can tell, they haven't really built a contender in NXT that's going to match up with her right now. Like, they could break, they could have Ember Moon start to do something since they lost their match in the finals there for the tag team one. Shotzi Blackheart—I don't see her necessarily as the contender for Shirai. There's just nobody that lines up unless they're going to, I can't remember the name of that little group that they're, they're forming with. Um, I want to forget the names. I'm terrible with names. Uh, but there, there's just nobody. I don't know. Who do you, who do you put up against her right now? Especially going into WrestleMania, you know, and having some kind of takeover. Go ahead, AJ. We'll say it at the same time. One, two, three, ready? One, two, three. Ty of Valkyrie. Valkyrie, yep, there you go. Okay, I want to say it too because I, 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 I agree. <laughs> yes, yeah. You can, you can have Ember and Shotzi get another shot or, or whatever. Maybe even Candice gets another shot somewhere down the line. But they did sign Ty of Valkyrie. I'm pretty sure it was confirmed, been confirmed. Who knows? Longest reigning Impact Women's Champion. Knockouts champion mind yeah, you doesn't mean anything <laughs> still kind of does come on don't even don't even poo poo it in the fact that she had enough talent charisma and in-ring ability to maintain that that For means over a year holding that means absolutely bupkis where she is right now yeah yeah, yeah. i mean they've been, po- they, they've been poaching a lot of talent off of impact i'm just saying Let's not forget the the winners of the men's Dusty Rhodes Classic. The well, Rascals. What, I mean, be uh, MSK. That's what happens when you have a, when you're a developmental company. You get develop you develop yeah, yeah. the people, and then you they go to greener pastures. For the record, Taya is correct, but uh, you, we're going to get one more dose of Tony Storm for sure. And uh, she and uh, EO has to give a rematch to the to the to the commentary table. Because the commentary table no sold, so she, they, they need a they need a, she needs a rematch. See, <laughs> see, you said Tony Storm, and I can hear Platt all the way from here getting happy. Oh my! Look, Tony Storm, Tony Storm is thicker than a fat man's uh, cholesterol. Look, so I get it, I understand <laughs> the enjoyment 
of seeing her wrestle for Oh, you should have stopped at seeing her. That has a wrestle word. She can't wrestle. She mm. made fucking Rhea Ripley look horrible in the match they had at NXT UK pay-per-view two years ago. You, I was there. So you well, not the UK, not the NXT UK. I was at the the Worlds Collide. I was there for that. Yeah, but I you're right. You. Yeah. All right, let's switch over to the men's side. What? Who beats Finn Balor for this title at, at some point, and when does that happen? Go ahead, AJ. As much as I want to say Karrion Cross again because he didn't have a real lengthy reign with it, it, it's looking like it's going to be Adam Cole winning it again, baby. And, I mean, who knows? Again, I want it to be Karrion Cross, Killer Cross, Karrion Cross, whatever you want to call him. He is good. He's fluid in the ring. It's just for unforeseen circumstances he got hurt. He had to lose the title, and now maybe the title opportunity is slipping through his fingers again. Kyle Bartholomew O'Reilly. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. I mean, you could have O'Reilly run Adam Cole out of town in between now and whenever they're going to do the title match. That moves Adam Cole on. I don't know what you do with Roddy Strong, but I, that, that's kind of what was going through my mind, too, is Kyle O'Reilly. Give him a chance to try and be a guy. Like, instead of not part of something, a tag team or a faction, let him see if he can be. He can definitely carry it as the guy in the ring. But can he get a chance? DP, is he going to get a chance to show off his side of his personality by himself? When's the last time he was by himself? Never and no. Not, not going to happen. Right I, I, I don't. I just don't see it happening. Honestly, I, I think it, it, a place that he could get it done would be NXT. I think Triple H is a guy. Obviously, he's giving him title shots, and I think he's kind of a guy that would give him a shot with the belt and let him run with it. But I just I don't see it happening. In my opinion, I, I like the idea of Cross getting the title back. I think he needs a run with it, unless they're going to bring him up to the main roster sooner than later because of just. You know, the unforeseen circumstance with the injury, he was going to have his title run then, and they were ready to bring him up anyway. Maybe they just bypass that and go, well, he's up to the main roster, that's fine. And they do some other storylines with Balor, but I think, I still think Cross is the guy that's going to end up taking this thing from Balor. I like, I still like the idea of a Demon Finn Balor versus Karen Cross, Ray. I think you'll still get Demon Finn Balor, well, maybe not Demon Finn Balor, but Finn versus Cross without the championship, but I think you guys have one thing wrong. I don't think this whole Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly situation or the breakup of the Undisputed Era is for Adam Cole to go running to the main roster. I think it's so they can push Kyle O'Reilly as the baby face of the brand. That's what I think it's for. I, I, so I don't think Adam Cole is going anywhere. Can't you do both, though? You can, but you Adam Cole's got to be there for a while because they're setting. it seems like they're setting this up as a Gargano Ciampa-esque blood feud. Right, and that's not going to go away in three months. And at at Takeover Mania or Takeover Tampa or Takeover COVID, whatever you want to call it, uh, <laughs> it feels like wow. they're going to go triple threat with Balor, Cole, and O'Reilly. And I think O'Reilly finally gets his win, which leads to O'Reilly and Cole and Finn because Finn is Finn and does nothing else other other than he's Finn. Finn could do the whole thing against Cross. And then you can kind of meet back up around SummerSlam with whatever you want to do that way. Uh, but but you got to get some time in with Cole and O'Reilly. They feuded in four four companies now. Yeah, Think they have. That. They have. Because the only thing going through my mind is I really hope they don't do what Ring of Honor did to Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, you've been with us for so long. Here's the title. And at Wrestle Kingdom, after you hold it for a month, hey, does anyone know who he lost it to? Adam Cole, baby. And then he moved on to WWE. Well, there you have it, folks. A little Vengeance Day review for you. Uh, Stick around. We'll be right back with some Elimination Chamber talk. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshop.com. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. 
Gentlemen, this Sunday, Elimination Chamber, as we are well on our way on the road to WrestleMania. There are not that many matches, but that makes sense with the raising and lowering of the Elimination Chamber, the time it takes to have said matches. What are your thoughts this weekend? What are you looking forward to? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm not really loving how this card is set up, AJ. I'm very eh with it. I like the fact that the Universal Championship match is... It's probably going to be the opener. And then you have the actual Universal Championship being defended on the... Uh, as the main event, but... No. Those gotta be back-to-back at the end. That's that's how Roman gets his advantage. That, that Otherwise, it doesn't... That doesn't play to the storyline. It's Unless it's Jay that, that wins it. It's even better. You win the match, and then you have to wrestle. He, then he comes out instantaneously before that fucking cage is even lifted. He probably beats that person inside the elimination chamber. Shades of New Year's Revolution. Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, yeah there, you're right. You, you, including the finisher being a spear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, you're right. It's a, It's very repetitive is the issue where I like the triple threat with Lashley, Keith Lee and Riddle that that will be a good match for the US title probably hopefully Keith Lee wins that one but that's just me being I like Keith Lee a little too much but the WWE championship you have Hardy there for the high spot you have Kofi there for the high spot McIntyre and Orton have problems McIntyre and Sheamus have problems. AJ's going to try to figure a way to get almost in there. And it's. I'm not really looking forward to it. And hell, I'm the one that's going to have to review it. <laughs> um, okay, I'll jump in here. Um, Elimination Chamber, I, I, I love the idea of it being the last chance to get to the Mania main event. I love that idea because if you can't make it to 30 people, you got to go through the most dangerous structure we have. I think that's dope. I don't like that it's for championships this year. I don't like that. Um, I can understand one of them, but I don't like the other one. I would have liked for one of them to be for the number one contendership to go to WrestleMania. But of course, we got to have fast lane too. Whatever. It is what it is. The way they've laid them out, I think is really cool because clearly the WWE championship match is to build to Sheamus and Drew at WrestleMania. Sheamus will probably it'll probably go down to Sheamus and Drew. Drew will probably sneak by Sheamus or something, and that'll give Sheamus reason to challenge him. Whatever. Uh, and then uh, in the Universal Championship match, I feel like this is a setup for Cesaro to get a nice little push, almost like Nakamura did at the um, in the Gauntlet match. And then have a good showing against Roman and lose and kind of bridge the gap from that until whenever Edge says he's picking Roman and give Roman something to do. Uh, Because, you know, Cesaro's got the new deal, got a renewed kind of vigor in the company. He cut a good promo for once in 17 years. So, you know, I I think that that I think that's that's a thing that's happening. And uh, AJ. Um, Keith Lee's not winning until Mania. I think we get Lashley and Keith Lee the final match at Mania. Uh, although I'd like he's gonna have Keith Lee's Keith Lee. He's gonna have a great showing, but I think Lashley needs to continue to look dominant until he gets beat or vanquished or whatever synonym you want to use at WrestleMania, which I think would be a dope crowning moment for him. Feel like that's why is that why they kept Riddle in this match? Because shouldn't it have been a triple? It should have been a singles match between Keith Lee and Lashley because Keith Lee won the match against Riddle, you know, to get the title opportunity. But they're making it a triple threat anyway, so I think it's a way to to protect Lee and have Lashley still win the match, and then they could have their yeah Keith Lee versus Lashley one on one at WrestleMania or at Fastlane. I like that idea, but I also uh, this is this is why Ray and I could be friends because he agrees with me on the elimination chamber and there you know I I know I've spoken out about hating the gimmick pay-per-views but I do like that the I would I wish the elimination chamber was the last pay-per-view before WrestleMania because I think that's the way it should be and I think 
what Ray said exactly is the way it should be is I feel like the Royal Rumble winner should declare has to declare before Elimination Chamber. Then the other brand has the Elimination Chamber match to determine the number one contender for WrestleMania. I like that idea because that's your last chance. You couldn't win the Rumble, but now you got to go through this, uh, you know, structure and six six different people and fight through this to be able to actually get a title shot against the other champion. So I dig that, and I, I really would like that to be the thing because I don't like the title being defended in this, particularly before WrestleMania. If they did it another another time, fine, but having it before WrestleMania is just crazy, and you know especially when you pretty much kind of know what's going to the way things are going to go to WrestleMania it's it seems like just kind of a waste honestly let's go back to the WWE championship <clears throat> elimination chamber match Sheamus is coming out last right he won, he won the opportunity the yep yes yep. okay i guarantee you Drew McIntyre starts that match and i can guarantee you that if they're going to do Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania Sheamus will win the championship this weekend. If Sheamus does not win the championship this weekend, it will be AJ Styles versus Drew McIntyre. Period. End of story. Okay. Why are you crying, AJ? What's wrong? I've played this song and dance for 25 years. AJ doesn't beat Drew. God damn it. (laughs) There have been 25 years. (laughs) It's 27 well, less than a month. <laughs> and in the, uh, <laughs> I mean, in the other Elimination Chamber match, I just, again, it seems like, again, that's just almost a waste of an Elimination Chamber. Like, you're going to have, you're just being fed to Roman Reigns. You really don't think anything else is going to happen other than that. I mean, if it's Edge versus Roman Reigns, why, this is just set up for Kevin Owens again to get even more sympathy. I, I know Ray said Cesaro, but. Why is this not set up for Kevin Owens to struggle, start this elimination chamber, go through everybody, burnt out to shit, and then out comes Roman Reigns, like PC, like you said. It's going to be right after right after that. Either they start the pay-per-view with it, and Reigns, you know, right at the, right after the match is going to be the, the championship match, wherever it is in the pay-per-view. And Roman Reigns just comes out and squashes him, you know, and it's just more sympathy for Kevin Owens. I, I don't see anything else happening with this besides Kevin Owens struggling through five other members in the elimination chamber, winning it, exhausted, out comes Roman Reigns, beats the shit out of him, and it's over. It just seems like a waste, honestly. Just to be clear, everybody, we are recording Friday afternoon, so we don't know what other matches have been set up on SmackDown. So we only know the four right now, the two elimination chambers, the following championship match with Roman, and and said U.S. title match. Go ahead, AJ. So we can also... Confirm that, uh, very importantly, uh, King Corbin isn't going to do anything in this match, right? He's probably going to be like the first or second one eliminated. He's going to stand there. Because isn't he in a feud with Dominic right now or whatever? A lot of times, a lot of times though, this these matches, one of them's going to end up with everybody left when everybody's in there. And the other yeah. one's going to end up with like four guys in at once, right? Yep. See, because the way I see it, since DP said it, and it's starting to make a little more sense to me. I mean, if if you, whether it's Kevin Owens or Cesaro as the person to win the match, the last person that's going to get eliminated is going to be Jey Uso. Because Uso is probably going to super kick whoever wins, beat them down, and then Reigns makes his slow walk as you hear the the instrumental shield music come out. And he's just like, yeah, I'm going to take my time. You're just going to, you know, go for it, cousin. I got all day. Go for it. And then that's just how they set things up, where it's just like, yeah, Jay's being the pawn. He's beating the shit out of the winner. And then Roman slow walks. Let's uh, change the subject here slightly. A little bit, little bit of a 90-degree turn here. The Miz intentionally pulled himself out of this match. What kind of things do we see from a money in the bank perspective dp <laughs> i kind of hope as much as they've kind of yeah because yeah. i thought john morrison would be the one to replace him and be out there to help you know but they're not going yeah. that way sorry no no i i, I was yeah that's a good point and I, I know you you threw that out on twitter too i saw that that you know why isn't morrison you know morrison seems like the logical replacement but they i why are they not, not going that route i have no idea 
I, I don't see why he would need to be in there in the first place. When you're the money in the bank guy, you should be, you shouldn't have to be in these matches. You should be the guy teasing that you're going to do cash in and all that stuff. But the way they've kind of destroyed this whole money in the bank thing and his time with the, with the briefcase is just kind of laughable to me how, how bad it's well, been. The whole thing's, the whole thing's been played poorly since the beginning for this one. I mean, Otis yeah. wins it, at, you know, in a fashion where he can't even get up the ladder in a weird ass match. And then you do nothing with that. And for the first, you know, the, the briefcase changes like it did. It, it's just a very odd thing. I, they should have given it to him to begin with, but that's here nor there. Yeah. But, you know, I, I kind of like the idea of having the Miz and Morrison like, dancing around outside the chamber, you know, during the whole match, just kind of waiting to see what happens. Um, I, I Otherwise, I don't see him cashing in anytime, honestly, before WrestleMania, unless they're going to just have him try and cash it in and lose again, just like he did last time, and play that whole bit of, you know, I want my briefcase back, but I don't see him winning the t- I don't see him cashing in and winning whenever they do it. So I just kind of hoping he just holds on to it until after WrestleMania and we get past all of this stuff, because... There's really no real reason to have him do anything other than just keep teasing it. But I like the idea of him being kind of outside the elimination chamber, kind of waiting for his time to go in there and cash in or something. All right, folks, we hope you enjoy Elimination Chamber this weekend on the road to WrestleMania. Make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Sports entertainment and sports entertainment, something there for everybody. We're going to have all your coverage for Elimination Chamber right there. Ray, last thoughts here on the DWI podcast on Elimination Chamber. Um, ultimately, I think it's going to be a good show. I'm, I'm very bummed. I'm not bummed that Lacey got pregnant because, like, live your life. That's more important than some bumps. But I'm bummed that there's no women on the show, and I'm sure they'll surprise us and maybe throw a surprise match out there. But ultimately, I think Elimination Chamber is the perfect bridge in between in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And Fastlane is superfluous. I don't think we need that. And so if you said this is the last chance you got to get to WrestleMania in the main events or big or whatever big moments, this is it. I think it'd be perfect. It's not that, which is why a lot of people feel iffy about it this year. But it'll still be a fun show. Folks, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Head there during this commercial. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Well, you heard the can crack, you heard the ice rattle in the glass. That means the boys are ready for some phenomenal funky facts. Yeah, I'm that's ready. right, I can rhyme. Ray, welcome to your first ever funky, phenomenally fresh trivia. No oh, pressure. Thank you for all of, of the F sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer PH. PH. I have a... Either way. So, we all know, three doors, three questions. There might be some bonus questions to it. 
I even have a tiebreaker question, and the first one to get it, of course, wins the tiebreaker. But, Ray, since this is actually your inaugural Phenomenal Funky Facts, I'll let you start. Uh, you get to pick a door number one, door number two, or door number three. I am going to go with number three, sir. They don't call him, sir. What do you call him? Blink fart. Oh, blink fart and <laughs> Or crap, say that. Vagina white, whatever. No, we're running that back. All right. So you said door number three, correct? Newer than this game. (laughs) All right. So this is a two-parter, so you can get two points for this one. Who has the most Elimination Chamber appearances, and how many does the person have? Hmm. So the person with the most, and how many? And I'm going to do closest, not closest without going over. Boy, the most. How many? And uh, just to let you in on everything, all of these questions are Elimination Chamber based. Damn it. I should have done some research. Wow. Elimination Chamber, that's that's interesting. I mean, last month we had the Royal Rumble, so why not with the Elimination sure. Chamber being in, on Sunday? So let's see those answers, everybody. Did we did we tell Ray the rules that you got to write it down? Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. I did not, but okay. So okay, it's, no it's okay. Yeah, you got to write it down. It's okay. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I wrote the name. All right, the name. All right, it's right. just ter- terrible with the rules. Did you write the number? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so uh, what? Dan says Triple H and six. Tony says Triple H. I didn't see the lower, number. Lower, lower, lower PC. And what is what is Ray and, saying? And, and Ray said Triple H and eight. Or do you have seven? <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> Fantastic. So you are wrong on the person. Ah. Yeah. Woo! It is actually Chris Jericho. Really? Wow. With. Eight. Let's go. Uh, this is total BS. <laughs> Let's go. Fuck that. This is the last time we have a goddamn guest on this fucking show. <laughs> you say this every time we have a guest on the show. Oh, yes. Jericho? Really? I can't Jericho remember him being in like two of them. Jericho has eight Elimination Chamber appearances. But Triple H got... Wait, let me shut up. Because that might be a question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, no, I'm, it's not a question. Triple H does have the most. With okay. four. Okay. He has the most wins with four. Alright. <laughs> Tunny, so you won't shout total BS this time. Door number one or door number two? I'll have door number two. Alright. Another two-pointer. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. So, who won the first women's elimination chamber and who won the first men's one's an obvious answer the other one you really got to dig in that memory bank uh... damn ray <laughs> <laughs> he, he literally wrote down the answers and mike dropped it <laughs> oh shit that's not good i was prepared for this one. Oh, wow Shit, I don't remember the. I don't remember the first women's match. Uh, so all right. Yeah. All right. I'm pretty sure everyone got the first men's right. Did so we? Let's see the answers. Did we? I don't know. So, Tunny and Ray got HBK right. Yeah. Uh. But uh, Ray gets both the points because it is Alexa Bliss. I was even doing a little. Total BS. Told you, no more fucking guests on this show. You invited him. I'm saying right. I thought you told me I wasn't a guest. You told me I was family. Whatever. You're fucking winning, and this is BS. (laughs) (laughs) So the last question. 
This is pretty eight, obvious if people actually... I need at least eight parts here to win this one. I'm on two, I think. And you could still tie with Ray if Ray doesn't know the answer to it. Yeah, hope Ben runs out of ink, Ray. <laughs> That's why I got <laughs> a spare! Damn. Damn. Punny just can't win. He'll write in blood if he has to. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> yep, Jesus. All right. So, the last question. Who invented the Elimination Chamber? I like how I asked the question and Ray just went, yeah, I already know this fucking answer. Just give me my title already. <laughs> I'm a trivia maven, sir. So, I thought y'all knew. See, what you have to do is not win so that you actually get invited back. Oh, that's what I... I see, nobody told me. That's Greg DeMarco. <laughs> he's won before he's, he has won before Dan's yeah. like I'm We're gonna not pick on I'm gonna pick on the low hanging fruit hold on let it, let it be the boss huh with you minions I'm going after the honcho hey if you're gonna swing DWI263 ask Greg DeMarco he's fired yeah, episode 263, that's the last time you hear from me. <laughs> All right, let's see it. Tunny says Y2J. DP says Bischoff. Ray says Bischoff. That good old son of a Bischoff is correct. He did create it because they I'm couldn't get bad, the And I'm better than ever. Uh, I love you too. So, Ray. With the perfect score, hundred percent. Can we get the tiebreaker just just for the hell of it? The tiebreaker. <laughs> what? It's not question. good. You're not good enough. You didn't win enough. No, <laughs> I need to dominate. Crush. The tiebreaker question is: What's the name of the elimination chamber pay per view in match, of course, in Germany? That's okay. So thank you for. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh. Really not know answer. Chamber de eliminacion. No, that's it, fucking Spanish. It, Spanish like you don't know. You don't know what they say in Germany. They maybe they do. Maybe that's what they call it. Elimination no, chamber. Not. It's called elimination no, chamber in Germany. No, you can't <laughs> reference chambers. It's Germany. Oh, I got you. I got it. Hell in a Cell. No, it's not Hell in a Cell. Oh, I tried to be too clever. I don't That's know. Tony, you got any guesses? or Is it the non-chain link shower without gas? <laughs> Just play the fucking music. <laughs> I win again! I'm still laughing. We need a commercial. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hey, for the record, I just want to say I believe Disney was justified in firing Gina Carano. Okay, so get off my asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> DP, it's last call. Last call. What do you mean it's last call? It's comedy. Get over it. Last call. It's the last thing we're going to talk about here today. And speaking of ruffling people's feathers, I put out a little tweet on the Twitter machine the other day and got a little more interaction than I expected. Now, I'm not really hating it, but at the same time, People tend to have feelings come to the surface when they think somebody is bashing what they like. And I got to be honest with you guys. Do you really think that I was trying to be bashing people? Do you think I was trolling here? Here's the tweet I put up. The fact that there's going to be an exploding barbed wire deathmatch says a lot about AEW and its fan base. Now... 
if you are very sensitive, thin-skinned AEW fan, your immediate reaction is going to be, go fuck this guy. Go fuck yourself, right? Uh, what do you what do you think, Gray? I see you shaking your head. How do you like how do you like uh, my little uh, semi troll? I found it hilarious because like people couldn't see the forest for the trees because some AEW fans were like, "Yeah, that's why we love it," and then other people were like, "I hate you," and it's like nobody seems to get the irony of the situation. Well, it's really funny that you said that because I would imagine I don't imagine I can tell you that. Shortly thereafter, after getting some responses, I had to put this tweet out. I'm getting there. Uno minuto. Hey, everyone. There's a tree. Another tree. And another. Look, another tree. In parentheses, no idea you are in a forest. I just I just would like to say that I'm still waiting uh, for the, the, real, the real sport field to pop up. You know? So... Let me know where explored, exploding barbed wire, blow up death match, rope match stuff falls into real sports. I don't see that on ESPN. That's most extreme elimination challenge. I think that's where you see it. Oh, yeah. my bad. See, that's is that the Ocho? Yeah. <laughs> it, I love toasters. It's a yeah. It's you know you understand what do you want to watch what you want to see? And that's not, is it wrestling? Is it, you know, do you want ECW to come back? Do you, what do you, you know, it's a whole different type of thing. It's, you know, watching something like that. Well, it was the same reason. One of the same reasons I, you know, complained or did not like the idea of lighting someone on fire in the middle of the ring when Randy Orton did it too. Kind of falls in the same, same vein for me, honestly. Yeah, but you're not advertising that ahead of time. True. Right. Basically, what they're doing here is, hey, you, you know, actually, you want to know what the dumbest thing here? Let me let me start over. The dumbest thing they're doing here is putting two of their most important people in this match. Can I go further? The dumbest thing they're, they're doing is having the having the one guy who shouldn't want the match pushing the match. No, because the thing about it is. You're going to get extra people to tune in just for having the match. You don't have to have two of your best people in the match. Do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah. 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 Because, okay, first off, because I know that Kenny wants to dip into more of the Japanese stuff. Because the Japanese always has... I know, the Balaz is kicking in because I'm referencing Japan. I get it. I get the eye rolls. I can hear it all the way from New Jersey, Tani. And <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> anyway, I get it. We're, we're we're trying to make it more like, oh yeah, we America's never seen this really. They, they haven't seen an exploding barbed wire match where you know we. It, it'll probably be a time limit where it's like in twenty minutes the ring will explode and there's like very weak C4 under the ring as soon as that happens. And there's barbed wire all around the map. We get it. We really do. CZW had to shut their doors down for a little bit. I get it. We need a new CZW. But for crying out loud, this is not going to draw me. As much as I don't like AEW as is already, I'm not big on death matches. I'm not going to deny that there. There are a few times where I'll watch, like, good old-fashioned, you know, light pole get cracked over someone's head. But it's it's not my cup of tea. So the fact that you're going to put your former AEW world champion and your current AEW world champion in quite possibly one of the dumbest matches you can have ever... Oh my god, I can hear my voice going full Andrew. <laughs> and Raynaud's. But... God, this is a stupid idea, and they're pushing it to the moon, and we're actually going to have to see this, because we haven't seen it in America on television. There's a reason. Is it going to be... Uh, I haven't I haven't looked at under, you know what this match is going to be. Do you think they're going to do it uh, cinematography? Do you think they're going to do... Uh, is it actually going to be in the no. ring? 
No, they'll have it set up. With they'll life. have the. They'll, they yeah, no, even, they'll, they'll have it in the ring. They'll do what New Japan did with okay. the surrounding explosions and the barbed wire. I would, I would imagine. Splinter. I mean, I know it's something else like this. The only point I see to having this match is these two guys have kind of been back and forth in a, for a long time, right? This could be the blow off to this long lasting kind of feud. I mean, they've had a lot blow of matches. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <Hey>. Literally. <laughs> well done. I could grab a drink of beer there too. That's the only reason I see that, but you could have a different match than this. You could have a ladder match. You could figure out some other kind That's... of way to do this. I just, I just don't, you know, as a fan, what are you expecting from this match? What's going to make you say, boy, they did a great job with this. Does someone have to get hurt? Because otherwise, go watch an action movie. It's the same fucking thing. It's not a wrestling match. And if you want to fucking be an AEW goofball and a Brian Alvarez fucking follower, I got some numbers for you. 700 million over five fucking years, 6 billion and 2 billion. Brian Alvarez, you're a piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. Can we get an applause? We get an applause drop. The thing, the thing that I keep coming back to that bothers me more than anything, besides the fact that this is stupid, is why is Kenny the one that wants it? We all know that the whole reason Moxley left WWE was because he wanted to do uh, hardcore stuff with his friends. We get that. I understand that. Live your life, brother. I live your life. But this? And then to your point earlier, Tony, when TNA did it, well, it wasn't the exploded match, but the barbed wire massacre, the first one was Abyss and Sabu. It didn't mess with the main card. It didn't mess with anybody else. It was in its, on its own world. They taped it an hour before the pay-per-view so they can get everything right. And it didn't affect, like you said, their two best wrestlers. I, it, I don't know. Maybe this is how Moxley goes away to have his baby. I don't That's understand. Possible. Maybe this is the maybe, and I heard that Moxley maybe wanted to do one last big thing before he became a father, right? But here's breaking news, John Moxley: you're already a fucking father. The kid's heart's beating already. Ooh, and with facts. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's accurate. That's uh, DP. I would say that's science. <laughs> hey, that is science. That's true. It's not my science, but yes, it's. <laughs> Well, you you know that's kind of why I asked. Just can they would they do it? Would they possibly do it? Um, you know, as as a cinematography type of match or whatever. You know, just because they could do that. You know, you like Ray said. You know, the Impact one they taped it beforehand. You know, the way they've been doing a lot of some of these matches. You know, they've been doing those. You know, beforehand or doing it with these new kind of different types of styles and stuff like that, but. And it falls into the same vein of the other ones in, in that sense when you say, you know, it's go watch a action movie then, right? That's the whole, that's one of my complaints about these other, doing these other styles of matches where they just, they're just taping them and they're, it's just, it's a movie. It's just watching them. You, if you want to do that, watch a movie. That's kind of one of the reasons I don't like those, those types of matches that they've been doing just because it's not a wrestling match. It's not, it's not something I want to watch. It's not my cup of tea kind of thing, right? But this is, yeah, this is <laughs> a little over the top, a little crazy, and especially, you know, like, there's no point. Like you guys, like you said, there's no point to doing it. Why are you doing this type of thing? And why are you and doing if you, two, stops, two top stars? Yeah, and if you fucktards want to come at me for Mick Foley and Undertaker having boiler room matches, that lends itself to the gimmick, retards. Don't fuck with me here, okay? I, I'm totally not having this crap. This is such a fucking what? stupid... The AEW fan base pisses me off more than anything else in the fucking wrestling world. It's just a bunch of morons that want to be outliers for outliers' sake. If everybody said that MLW was the greatest wrestling promotion on earth, AEW fans would shit all over that, just like they shit all over WWE. It's fucking stupid. There's so many double standards with AEW fans, it just pisses me off. And I'm not the kind of guy that goes all over Twitter on every other fucking show bashing every other motherfucker in their fandom. I'm just sick of it. I'm done with it. I'm done with Brian fucking Alvarez. I'm done with the booking in AEW. I'm done with TNT and the Gold Big Show. That thing fucking sucked. The only good thing about that show was Rosario Dawson and Snoop Dogg. Burt Kreischer looked like a fucking moron with that cowboy shirt on. Who gives a shit if this motherfucker can shoot a goddamn bow and arrow through a fucking balloon? He's got a goddamn laser sight on it. Go big or go home. That's fucking Cody Rhodes' neck tattoo. That's go big or go home. That's the only fucking thing that was big or go home about that show. 
God damn it, I need a beer. <laughs> this rant is brought to you by PC Tunney and does no way reflect the opinions and attitudes of the rest of the people on the DWI the podcast. Bulls, <laughs> I love Ray's face. It. This is watching. He's just He pushed the microphone away. Yeah. He's smiling. Ray like just going, going yeah. Alexa yeah, Bliss style. Yeah, tell me like, more. This Give is great. Me Bring more. it. Like an energy vampire. Yes, I, oh. I'm enjoying this. Tell me more. I love great. this. I, it's, it's like Cartman trying to feed off the bully's oh. tears. Like, mm, your tears are yes. delicious. A.W. Scott Tinnerman. Absolutely. Oh, man, that was great. I love it. That was. Yeah. I, I don't think any of us can come back from that because I, I feel that we all have some sort of disdain with A.E.W. in some way, shape, or form. It's hard to I, come back. I, no, go ahead, go ahead, Ray. No, I was just gonna say I I think the disdain is mostly directed towards the fan base. Um, you're telling you spot on. Our their fan base is is just it's. I'm insert big word here. It's that it's because it's ridiculous. It is it it drives you crazy. It's there's no rhyme or reason. It you know I I had a conversation with a good friend of mine. And it's somebody I actually respect, uh, who's an AEW, not only an AEW fan, but has an AEW podcast on Twitter the other day. And his argument was that, well, I don't understand why people complain about the women's division, because they there's more people that can watch watch uh, the women's whatever tournament on YouTube than there is on Dynamite. It's not about the numbers, bro. It's not about how many people can watch it, the, the availability. It's about the importance. If it's on YouTube, it's not important, because they don't even talk about YouTube on the damn show. But oh. because the the I, the mindset is so different, I, and so yeah, I don't drink a beer, but I'll drink this water and toast the tunny. The bottom line is this: it's the tweet that I sent out about, "Hey, there's a tree. Oh look, there's another tree, and another one. Are you kidding me? Another tree, and not knowing that you're in a forest as a fan." You all see the trees and not the forest. And as a company booking wrestling, all they see is show to show, not what's going to happen six to 18 months from now. And that's a huge problem, and that's something that's been brought up. Do I think AEW is doing well? Yes. Do I enjoy parts of it? Absolutely. Am I happy they're around for wrestling fans in total? Yes. But you idiots got to get your shit together or shut the fuck up because I'm done playing nice. Period. End of story. Thank you for tuning into DWI podcast number 263. Ray, I'm so thrilled you came on, except for the fact that you kicked our ass in trivia. You can go fuck yourself for that because I'm on a roll today. But I still, yeah, I know. I still love you. Tell everybody where they can find you. You know, when people say that, I physically try to understand, like, the, the science in that. DP, DPP, can you explain the science of fucking myself, please? It's science. Okay. Um, I'm at it's Ray Cash R E Y as in Mysterio C A S H as in dollars, and uh, yeah, I'm like all over the chair shot, unwittingly Stockholm syndrome. Come, somebody come save me. Nope, don't save him. Nobody's savable here. AJ, God, I feel that way, especially when I'm doing stuff on thechairshot.com, doing WWE reviews. I didn't get to Vengeance Day because of weather actually cutting a lot of power and whatnot. But I digress. You will see the Elimination Chamber no matter what. I will make sure of it for Sunday. You can also check me out on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. And uh, I know for a fact, Tony, you read it. And I don't know if Dan read it or not, but I do have a video game article. The top, my personal top five hardest bosses. Because some of them just still give me PTSD. And speaking of video games, uh, DP, I believe you uh, did something for your podcast, A Winner Is You. Well, that we did. We have our A Winner Is You podcast. We did episode 24. As we record today, it was yesterday. It'll be posted by the time you're listening to this one right now. So go check that out on thechairshot.com. You could follow us at Twitter or on Twitter and on Facebook at A Winner Is You, the letter U. A winner is you, and yes, I did read that top five hardest bosses article that AJ read or AJ wrote, and with that, I know we mentioned last week possibly getting him on the podcast, but I'm going to officially invite him next week 
to the podcast known as a winner is you because the rest of the boys are going to do their top five hardest bosses as well so that we can all discuss our most hated bosses in the world of video games and that's where you can find me mine was when i was working at this fast food place this guy was a re- no video games never mind uh you can find me at pc tunny make sure you head on over to pro forward slash the chair shot check us out at podcast twi thanks once again for tuning in folks sorry not sorry pc tunny we'll see you next week and you've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D D W I know. Oh, I gotta... yeah, yeah, that's me. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. I know that your most you... difficult boss was not the one at Willow's. Ha! <laughs> Shut up, Richard. Chairshot.com. Always use your head.